we have a test, test, test on the mic. This is Joanna and welcome to Joanna Land, a space dedicated to your evolution and igniting a deeper humanhood. Holy wow. We are back and we are back in black and a pop of gold. Holy wow. I honestly, I cannot remember the last time I had my podcast mic out. Like podcast mic out. And it feels so good to be home, baby. Oh my goodness. Mm. <laughs> Where to every, even, 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 even begin, everybody. I mean, honestly. So let's just go ahead and throw out the fact that 2020 threw all of us for a freaking fracking loop. And I went down a crazy rabbit hole. And I feel like that rabbit hole is probably a episode for another time. And I really let every little bit of myself get diminished and really discouraged about life, honestly, just like the world. And like, of course, like based on what was going on around, like that would track. That absolutely makes sense. 2020. I feel like I, that was the last time that I had an episode, like all of 2021. I never even discovered my mic. Like it was something as if like, I've come to realize that like 2021 and like for me my birthday is in January so I truly associate the years with my ages and 28 2021 (laughs) was the most humbling year of my life and I'm kind of calling it the humbleation or the humblance the jury's out on which one it is and we're still, you know, figuring that one out. And, <laughs> but it, but it's, it's legit shit. I really, I, oh my gosh. So, and it, it's hysterical when I like think back to the last year and a half and the last time that I showed up to the mic and where I was at that point in September of 2020 and like August, I genuinely like, there's so many layers to this, but I really began to orient towards living van life. So in September, basically, I just started orienting towards leaving the city and not living in Grand Rapids and living van life and putting all of my energy into that. Not to mention the fact that at that time, I was also discovering what I now call energetic design, which is more or less like the name of my medicine that I'm here to bring to the world. And it's been such a journey and understanding that, again, probably a whole episode about energetic design is coming, okay? But like, I was really beginning to understand that. And so I was taking a lot of time to really be with home because to me it's like energetic design is kind of like my in quick essence it's 
really how I define it is creating spaces that allow people to thrive and allow your whole being to thrive. And in essence, it is a very, it's a much more holistic and like my, my terminology for holistic feng shui. And, but feng shui, keep in mind, we associate it with the home generally with the space that we live in and inhabit but feng shui is a whole way of being and a whole way of living and a way of like interpreting and perceiving the world. And so is energetic design. And I discovered that before I really discovered feng shui. And then I realized that they were really like very similar. You know me, we out, we out here with some tangents and in, in this bitch. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so September, October, November, I was like really in this space of understanding energetic design was taking a lot of time to like really transform my home and like create it to be a space that was functional that made me feel good because I was feeling I like I didn't have a sense of belonging and I have come I've had episodes about this I've literally talked about it on the podcast before but like I've always been in this question of like what is home and I realize more and more that home is really just a space that creates a sense of belonging that's it. That's really all it is. And home can be within your being. Home can be within your space at your house. Home can be with people. It can be a place. Um, it can be all the things. Who knows? It's a space that creates. It is a space that creates a sense of belonging. That's why we can't define it. Is because it is. It could be anything. Anyway. Again, we out here with some changes. You got your way to live. <laughs> we out here having ourselves our own like personal party. <laughs> okay. And in this time, I was like really in a journey. Like I had also had one of my largest mushroom trips, like a month, two of my largest mushroom trips a month after each other without any integration possible on either of them. And it really just tossed me up. Like it really legitimately threw me for a loop. And it, 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 I mean, you know, it's so funny sitting here on the podcast and having these conversations because so much awareness pops through because I really am just like, as I am processing this right now, I'm realizing how much like I was disintegrated as a result of both of those. And then not to mention the fact that the girl went fucking hog wild, hog wild, like literally hog wild. I'm not really actually sure what was possessing her to literally max out her credit cards for some reason <sighs> on coaching programs. And so we, 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 did, we disintegrated ourselves further. <laughs> and then in January, after we had spent so much time orienting towards the van and living van life and actually having a very particular vision in January of last year on my birthday, January 22nd, 2021, I bought Miss Juno the van that would later, in retrospective, define 2021 for me. <sighs> It was part of the great lesson of the humbling. <laughs> Woo, <a> baby. <laughs> and I like realized, yeah, that like I was so disintegrated. And so kind of it's funny because I was like in a place of doing a lot of deeper somatic work, but I was actually more out of my body. Like I was actually 
it's like I was like just coming back into my head. And then now a year later, I've like actually come into my body. I don't know how to explain that. But like, it's like my growth had gotten so out of my body that it was, it took a year for it to get into my head and then back into my body. Yeah, I don't know. And so then I bought the van and then everything became about the van and my lease was ending in June and everything became about Juno and fitting her out. And she actually wasn't the van I had intended to have. And so there was always like, so I can't stand up in her. And there was always a part of me that knew that like, because I had quote like forfeited the actual visualization of the dream just because I wanted to manifest the reality of van life so much that I bought Juno and I could also fully afford her. Like I think one of the most empowering things is that like because she had maxed out her credit cards, there was no way I would have gotten a loan for a fucking van in, in June when I needed it. And so in reality, like Juno is fully mine. She is my possession. I owe nobody anything for her. And that is the coolest thing. Like I own all of her, like, wow. Everything became out of the van. And even in the dead of Michigan winter, I would try to build her as much as I could. And then I went to Utah, which was my first plane ride in like two years, like since I went to Florida 2020. And I got a concussion snowboarding. <laughs> my favorite activity on the absolute ever loving planet. Like if I could snowboard every day of my life, I probably would. <laughs> and and uh, it happened, let's just quickly explain it, that like, let's keep in mind that we were literally there on like April 30th. We were at the last possible open resort in the mountain on the last possible days. And it was the slushiest shit ever. And I was wearing a helmet. I'm coming down the mountain and I clip an edge and I clip my front edge and flip forward and hit my head on the way. And just like, Yeah. I didn't even lose consciousness, but I definitely got a concussion and it didn't actually take me a couple of days to even realize that I had gotten the concussion until, until, um, until I had come out of altitude and gotten back to Michigan where it's no longer <laughs> 11 or 11,000 thousand feet or 10,000 feet in the air. And, um, yeah. And wow. I mean, For anybody out there who has experienced a concussion, and with COVID, I'm sure a lot more people can resonate with the theory, with the concept of brain fog, um, for those who have gotten it. And but like the concussion experience is really profound, scary, and profound. And I never in my life have contemplated my death more. I never worried about waking up the next day. And I didn't even have that bad of a concussion, but there was something about the idea that like my brain had gotten knocked so hard that it had bedridden me, that like it was swelling, that like I freaked me out. And every night I prayed that I would wake up and every morning I would just like kiss the ground that I woke up. 
and (laughs) very much still in that practice of gratitude, like 1000%. And I, hmm, yeah. So even though everything had been oriented towards Juno, I really had to take a pause and a slowdown. And like, really, I felt like that was life's way of genuinely slowing me down. And like, that is really, (laughs) when I think about the general theme of 2021 and 28, the year, like my 29th loop around the sun Because, like, in actuality, our first year, when we turn one, we've already had one year on Earth, you know? So, like, we've elapsed a year. Like, so we're really actually kind of two by context. Like, we're going into the second year, you know? So, like, I'm going into my 30th year of life, but I am not yet 30. Anyways, this is my, this is, that is how time works. And if you got, or at least in this, in this matrix. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, yeah, the general theme of 2021 was a continuation of a bunch of different events to basically slow me down, to sit me down, to humble me, to remind me of, well, to check my righteousness for one, And to really remember that I am human. I mean, I don't really think it's an accident that human and humblinger have the same brute when you think about it. To admit your humility and to humble yourself is to admit your humanhood. And the other thing I realized, obviously through the realizing and through the remembering and of my own and through the humbling, the humbleation. (laughs) I remembered so much how I am here to ignite a deeper humanhood within and without and to create homes and senses of belonging for people. All of these things coming together to a standard point. (sighs) And now we come to the most humbling part of 28. So I left my apartment and I hadn't yet finished the van. So I asked one of my friends if I could stay in his driveway for the summertime. And at the time, I was planning to be done with the van. Let's keep in mind, this was June or July. This was July when I was going to come into a space. And it was July that I was going to move his stuff into his space and then live in the driveway. And... (laughs) Um... (laughs) It's just such a funny story when I sit here and tell it. (laughs) Shout out to Joel for dealing with my fucking ass. But I did get to redo his uh, front porch, and it looks pretty fucking bomb, if I do say so myself. Um, So anyway, I 
Joel was awesome and allowed me to stay in his driveway. And even though I hadn't totally finished, it ended up being that the whole entire time that I was staying at his house, I really actually had, I was basically staying at the house because the van process was so much longer than I thought it was going to be. Again, humbling. They're like, holy shit, renovation processes, like the... Did I have to learn that, like, in order to create a greater adventure, there's, like, another part of the adventure that has to be had that's not always pleasant? But it is a part of the adventure, right? It's, like, really realizing that, like, these types of things, that these, like, dreams will always have setbacks, And things are always going to take longer than you think they will. In the realm of renovations, in the realm of home renovations and like home projects and things like that. And like, I'm telling you, like work otherwise, I swear, everything takes so much longer. Like very physical work in the 3D takes so much longer than you think it's going to. Now the 5D work, that's a different conversation. We're talking about literally different realms. So like time don't fucking exist out there. You know what I mean? So anyway. Um, yeah, we're taking damn 20 minutes to get through this damn story. So in this process of the van build, Joanna also like, so in July, I also let's tack on more disintegration. So like if we're tracking here, Joanna has now dug herself a very deep hole. Not only are we in a global pandemic, but we are, and that's its own realm of what the fuck is going on at least two years later. Again, different conversation for another time. Not only are we in a global pandemic, but she dysregulated herself from a lot of mushroom trips and then overgrowth coupled with credit card debt and then building out a van where she overexerted herself to then get a concussion where she then overexerted herself again beyond exhaustion to then in July take herself out of her environment to then travel and basically not be in the same bed for four days at the same time to then move into a van at the end of the month. And wow, holy shit. If I, I, it's a surprise I didn't predict the later events. Kid you not. Is, is in retrospective a surprise that I did not tap into this is what was going to happen. But like literally I'm kidding you not like after that, I was humbled to a fucking next level. And it just kept being more and more humbling, like in more and more, like deeper into this hole of disintegration and dysregulation and like, whoa. So I'm at this point at the end of July where I actually start getting really lonely. And Joel had met his new woman, Amy, on Bumble and so I had been hanging out with them a lot and like just chilling and hanging out with all my friends and doing the summer things in Michigan what the fuck up building out the van doing all the things and like trying to move as fast as possible while also trying to build out my business and like relaunch my business at that point in time because Joanna had the idea to do so at that point and um I was trying to relaunch my business and build out the van and do all of these things like what the fuck was she thinking I have no idea like retrospective it's crazy I just literally until this moment and until like genuinely 2022 I did not realize how dysregulated and how disintegrated I had become in like unstable 
And so I get really lonely and I get on Bumble and I find this guy that I had had an interaction with as a result of some party with my roommates back in 2018. And so he and I go on a first date and it's kind of just like all over from there. I was so unstable and I was so disintegrated that I needed some some grounding point, right? Like I just needed something to like grab onto more or less, like some like literal pole, like, you know, like, like I, like visually in my mind right now, I like see like a life preserver and like the buoy that is like anchored to the fucking bottom of the sea. That's like going to hold me steady while I like navigate these fucking waters. Right. So he comes along (laughs) and his tall strawberry, long strawberry blonde haired self. And I get more or less swept up my feet by a man who has no intention of actually sweeping me off my feet. And this is not a story that Joanna is not necessarily, um, what's the word for it? Unfamiliar with. And, um, and, but it wasn't clear, you know, and like, truthfully, he was emotionally unavailable, but he and has an avoidant attachment style and also was not great at communicating that while I was a woman coming in with like fierce consciousness and awareness and co- like communication skills. Uh, or not, I'm not saying he doesn't have communication skills. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Anyways, also, if you're listening, I love you, you know, um, <laughs> Uh, I love, it's like, it's just amazing to me sometimes the lessons that people come into your life to teach you. It's like, it's really gratifying. So I relaunched my business the same week that I started seeing this guy and with him came a community. And a woman that is now my be- one of my best friends and my roommate, <laughs> one of my roommates. And man, I then got humbled to a degree I had no idea. Whew. Wow. (laughs) I had no idea that this is... I had no idea. I feel like the depth of how much I was humbled is what's hitting me right now. And how much, like, these people came into my life to remind me. Like literally, oh my God, the medicine that is human beings. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. One weekend he leaves and then hit Lauren, my now roommate, ends up texting me and is like, yo, do you want to come out with us? And I'm like, um, wow, his roommates want to hang out with me like without him there? She invited me out and like that was about it. Then from then it was like, we are fucking homies. Like we were fucking tight, you know? And... And like, so then I was just like a part of this family. Like we really just began to be this family in this community. And it like genuinely reminded me like how much I like actually need 
community to thrive, to like genuinely thrive. Like I'm out here, I was out here thinking that van life, me being out on the road and me like being by myself and like being with nature is me thriving. While on one level that absolutely is. But Joanna in pure isolation at that moment in time was an unhealthy thing. That would not actually have been good. Like the one time or the times that that happened, Joanna just sat there and got high literally the whole entire time. It would not have been a good point for Joanna to go do that. And so again, things just kept on like prolonging more and more to like not make that happen. And they came along and I wanted to prolong like hanging out with them as much as possible. And I definitely at that point in time thought I had a future with the guy and I continued to build out the van and become deeper friends with them. And like totally, it, it just the van really, truly eye-opening experience. Like I didn't finish the van until October. I bought it in January and because of all, because of winter, because of the concussion, because of traveling, because of just life, genuinely just life happening. And like the year that was 2020 plus basically was just like too much and uh, not even too much, but I, it was just not um, necessarily conducive to me getting the van done at a quality time. And so literally like October 1st is basically when I finished it. And then I still hung out in town for another two weeks, milking, excuse me, every last bit. But what happened was that this guy's birthday was towards the end of September. And I don't know, I don't, we had had a conversation. We had finally, finally communicated that we were not going anywhere. And, but we were still going to hang out. Like we were still like, we are very aware. And this is why I keep on saying I love him to him, to my audience, because like, because he and I are aware that like, we're going to continue to be in each other's lives. And like, we've just known that we had had that conversation. It was a very emotional week. I had just been sick, like talking about like, you know what I mean? Like I said earlier that like life slowed me down. I was basically going in like a crazy um, like 100% for August and September, even when I was sick, I got sick. I ended up getting sick and it, I got bas- basically sick twice because the house, they'd gotten sick. Also let's, yeah. Anyway, um, man, that's kind of a whole story with it, but anywho, the guy owned his house and it allowed me to also like treat his house as my own home during that time when I didn't have home. Again, a grounding point. It was like so much the grounding point that like I truly didn't know that I needed at that point in time. Wild. I mean, it's just trippy. It's truly just trippy in retrospective. So anywho, in retrospective, um, oh my gosh, not even in retrospective. So this story, here we are, September. So we had this conversation and the day after his birthday, I decided to go out to the lake. I What had happened to me is like, their lives at the house had basically fallen apart. There was a hole in the roof and that came into the ceiling that caused Lauren to have to move out of her room into the living room. It was a whole fucking thing. And then at the same time, my van broke down. So I'm driving a rental, like I broke down in the sense that I fucking broke it. I swear I was like tapping into their house's energy so much that my home that I was treating as my home broke down. And I, what had happened is I left it in a park. 
And for some reason, she didn't move when I had taken the keys out of the ignition and everything. Uh, or I guess I left the keys in the ignition because I was just dropping my friend off. And so I, like, left left her in park and turned the keys, but then it just stayed and she just didn't move. And then I go back to the car, the van to try to turn her on and hit it and then just like break the steering column. So then, you know, a thousand dollars later, I've gotten a rental car and replaced the steering column. So I was about to replace, or I was about to return the rental car. And so I decided, you know, since also it was like less of a gas guzzler than my van was that I would go out to the lake. And I had also bought a beautiful bouquet that I had made at a place in town and like one of my favorite florists in town. And I had made this beautiful bouquet and I have decided to lean into this practice that instead of straight up throwing away the flowers, I will give the flowers back to the earth in whatever way I feel called at that point, whether or not that means like literally just throwing them in my backyard or <laughs> more feeling extra lazy in the wintertime or, um, you know, like throwing them to like just naturally decompose in the fucking forest or as I chose this time in the fucking lake. So I go to Lake fucking Michigan and like we all know jo how Joanna feels about fucking Lake Michigan. I mean, I went last night. It's like it's like fucking homecoming and it's just feels central and it's just like everything and also, I was in, I am in the House of We, the House of Wealth Embodiment with Victoria Washington, and we were having a masterclass at that point. And that was my first round being an ambassador. And so, like, the whole masterclass that she has before the doors open was, like, hitting me fucking hard. So on his birthday was a Wealth Embodiment flow, and this next day is when I went to the lake. So, like, there was, like, kind of this, like, precipice of energy, basically, that occurred, for me to then literally fucking spiral. Like, I can't even tell you spiral. Like, spiral, 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 spiral. Like, I've literally never, I haven't experienced that level of mental breakdown that I did that Friday afternoon on my friend Joel's porch. Like, literally, kid you not. On the phone with my mother. After having cannabis for the first time in, like, a month. <laughs> and... Not even that, like, we were already in half spiral mode, but then that just, like, made it so much worse. <sighs> Woo, baby. And so at that point, literally, like, what I realized, and it, I, even at this point I realized it, even when it happened, I realized that it was there to serve as, like, it was as if every bit of the disintegration that had good, occurred from the beginning of 2020 on had hit me all at one moment and like busted and like couldn't any longer withstand being in my body. And so like I cried, like I cried, I cried so much in September and October. Like it is nuts. The amount that came out of my body in terms of tears but the thing about trauma is that it is stored in the body and crying is a way to release the trauma. So we were really just like, let it flow, right? So then I eventually leave and go to Virginia and hang out with my family. And what I had come to realize, what I had come to realize in that time was, and in that moment on that Friday, was that I, that like my financial stability and really, like, what hit me at the deepest level was the the lack of financial stability. Or really, truly, I would rather word that 
the financial instability that I had in my life that I, um, yeah, the financial instability that I had in my life that, um, that just hit me. It hit me all at once. And like, it made me realize how important that was and how verging onto 30 pretty soon that I really need, want to, and need to make some changes in terms of my ability to support myself because the debt wasn't going down. It was only getting bigger. And that was a result of um, debt incurring in other places, spiritually and emotionally and psychologically, which is a different conversation for sure. Um, we are not ready for that one after today. And, and we're getting a little lengthy up in this bitch, but we're almost done with this story. I realized that like, I'm also, and like at that same time, I'm also getting fucking obsessed with homes. Like while all of this is combusting, I'm getting obsessed with homes. I'm like looking at real estate, thinking I'm going to buy real estate, even though like who's, who's going to let this girl buy real estate? So then I just keep looking because I'm just fascinated because I just want to renovate a home because you know, it's not like a van wasn't already enough for me. And so I like, and I think this guy having his own place and his ability to own it and like have that ownership, there's so much powerful ownership in owning a home. And so Joanna decided to open, and in this vein of like realizing about the financial instability, I was opening up and setting intention to different wealth channels. And as a result of that and realizing how obsessed, obsessed, I, obsessed I am with home, that I would pursue my real estate license. And so I'm still in my course, I'm about to get there, but that is like probably the biggest change in my life, especially career-wise. And honestly, as of this podcast date, that is probably the first public acknowledgement of it because I have been keeping this under wraps that I've been working on it for the last, like since I started in November because um, Truthfully, like you can't call yourself a real estate agent until you're a fucking real estate agent. So I've been sitting on it for a while. And I went home to Virginia, started working on the course and like really realized that like in order and I like debated, like I had the debate between, with myself on like Virginia or Michigan and Michigan just like especially because what I also realized on that Friday was just that I need community and I, and I need a sense of home and some sense of stability and some grounding force, whether or not it's found within my body, within my van, like in my van. And then I just went full force into finishing the van after that week or like an actual fucking space. We come to this conclusion and like just realizing how much home means and I realized like driving through my hometown in Virginia as much as I love it and I, genuinely I don't feel called to live there. I would rather live in Michigan and snowbird <laughs> down to fucking Virginia <laughs> and and just snowbird somewhere else, you know, just like or something. Just like you know, so anyways, I'm always going to be nomadic. There's no way even when Joanna has a home that she will not be nomadic. So anywho, 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 um, November and December come around and I had, and like all of this was happening. I had been looking for apartments, all the things. And like, but I was keeping the fact that I was coming back to Grand Rapids very under wraps because I, and it still is to this, at, the, at this point, as of this recording. And it's because I felt like I was failing. It's felt, it felt like I was 
forfeiting this dream because basically like moving into a space was admitting the fact that I had, uh, that I had not achieved van life, that like van life had to be laid to rest in order for like, because I was getting a space and it's like, I still have the van. The van is done. She's ready to go. Like she's still going to be fully used. But I also realized that I couldn't live when I finished the, like she didn't even have running water in her or a toilet because she's that fucking small. And so like, realistically, I'm not me, Joanna, not going to be living, be able to live in that full time. That's just an unrealistic reality. Okay. And I came to realize that I couldn't live in it full time. So I did need a space. And I've come to realize that it, it's not actually admitting defeat. It's like, in actuality, the van dream became actualized. As I had imagined, no. But it, in the journey of the van, I realized what was truly important. And I realized how much there was a greater dream that needed to happen in order for the van to happen the way I truly desire for it to happen. And that is called wealth <laughs> and the financial stability and just being able and like money because that is the world we live in. And genuinely, and also, and because like my way of, and my way of making a living is through the home, being able now, by the way, Joanna stands in her office in her space come December after getting COVID, finally found her space with two of her amazing girlfriends. Like I'm obsessed with both of them. And me being in the space for over a month now has been the most grounding, integrating, oh my God, I didn't know. I haven't known what this feeling has felt like in but there's also been this really fruitful magic in realizing that by doing real estate, I'm really legitimately rooting in Grand Rapids and the ideas and the things coming through about how to cultivate a better Grand Rapids and a more like to evolve the city the way that I could see it could evolve is because like it's just a small city now, but like it could be something really cool. And it is a cool small city, but it could be even cooler and even better. And like, and I'm thinking of ways that that could actually occur in the city through different modalities. So anywho, this is where we are. This is where we're at. And th that is the life update within Joanna Land at this moment in time. You got the whole entire gamut of what was 2021. I so appreciate you listening to this podcast. And I hope you found value in what I shared and in this ups and downs, and I just want to remind you that like life when it's pummeling you is calling you into courage. And that sometimes in that pummeling, it's also trying to teach you a lesson of humbling and coming back to your humility and your humanity so that you are better grounded in your humanhood to exist in this fucking world. I love you so much. I will see you soon.